What's up, Put Your Hands Together listeners? This is Cameron, and I just wanted to let you know that Rhea Butcher and I will be in Nashville, Tennessee, on September 3rd at Zany's, and in Lexington, Kentucky, on September 4th at Comedy on Broadway, and in beautiful, sunny Peoria, Illinois, on September 5th and 6th at the Jukebox Comedy Club. So please come out, see us, shake your hands, laugh, bring us tiny toys or berries or something, and have a wonderful rest of the show. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Yeah, guys, keep it going for me. Your host, Cameron Esposito. And also, all the comics on the show are back. They can hear you. Let's hear it for them. Let's hear it for those comics. It is, uh, I'm actually feeling, I'm feeling pretty good today. I'm feeling pretty sharp, pretty together. Going on a lot of pre-show hikes, trying to really get back to my, uh, just really like into my hiking stance. Um, and I feel pretty good about that. Um, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm jazzed. I'm ready to go. Tell you guys some jokes. Should I not have said there were jokes? Did that ruin it? Was there anybody here that was like, oh, it's just ta- talking, but it's funny. My favorite thing is if is uh, somebody posting on like a like on a TV set. I was on Conan not too long ago, and uh, thank you so much. It was a big deal. It was a big deal. Thank you. It was. You should clap that much, possibly more. I don't think you understand how hard I work to get there, motherfuckers. Years of my life. Years of my life. Yeah, I've been on TV other times. Oh, fucking course I have. Very charismatic. I've got a great act. <laughs> but I was still very excited about it. And I was on Conan, and then somebody, uh, somebody like, commented on uh, the video, I've, se- I've, I've seen these jokes. <laughs> Which means that person thinks that all other stand-up comics besides me that night go on stage and are like, these are the first time I'm saying these things <laughs> on television. I waited until I had four and a half minutes on television and then I just made some stuff up. <laughs> Person's a fucking idiot. <laughs> hey man, you know, I'm not into jam bands either. You know what I mean? I like to hear the hits is my point. Get your shit tight. Move that trampoline. It is interesting to be on television because uh, you hear from a lot of people from, the other, from, from parts of your lives. From parts of your lives? What a weird reveal. <laughs> this is my eighth life. I've heard from people from a while back. <laughs> no, uh, you hear from people from different parts of your life they haven't heard from in a really long time. It's not a bad thing to hear from them again. It doesn't bum you out. 
I mean, it, there's like there's like a part of it where it's like really cool to see what people are up to. I mean, it's been a way that I've kept up with what people are up to. That's like as I guess the only other thing that's really brought as many people I haven't seen in a while is the ice bucket challenge. Um, that's all right. Don't stress about that. Um, but do turn it off. Yeah. No stress. Who is it? It's your alarm clock. <laughs> what is going on with your life? It's 810. Yeah, but I don't live in this time. I live in another country. And you live in another country? Where do you live? Uh, I'm, I'm Spanish, but I live in the UK. Okay. Thanks for telling me all that stuff. Because you're right. I would have been like, you don't live in the UK. Because you're like, I'm, fr- I'm from the UK. I'm like, no, you're not. Uh, no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Or did you just get in today? Four days ago, you should probably change that alarm. <laughs> Feels like right about now. <laughs> How long are you gonna be in town? Um, I'm until Thursday. Yeah. How's it going so far? Tonight is gonna be the highlight. I want you to know that. If you want to change your flight and go home tomorrow, consider it. You're gonna. There's literally nothing better uh, than than this uh, right here. Yeah. Oh, you flew from the UK for this show? Just say yes. Just say yes. I asked you like a month ago on Twitter if that was gonna be the show. What? Are you serious? Oh, get over that guy! What a little sweetie! Hello. Good to see you. Um, it is 8 p.m. Not worried about it. I was going to say, oh, I heard from a big DLX. That's what happened. Well, this is, the, the, first of all, I just want you to know about one reaction. This is how I know I'm a fucking dick. <laughs> so I know I'm a real asshole. Is that I was, dis- is that I uh, was talking about how, like, the ice bucket challenge is bringing people back into, because, like, videos are populating from people that I haven't heard, seen in, like, 20 years. And I will say that I have thought, like, wow, I look great. A couple of times, which means my reaction to like the most successful charity event in a very long time is to feel great about my body compared to wet people I went to grade school with. (laughs) Those elastic pants are not hiding a thing. So that's why I'm a piece of shit. Um, No, so I heard from my big deal X. Now we've all got. At least one big deal, X. She was my ex um, from... You guys can come in, by the way. You don't have to... It's all right. Don't worry. Look at this. Sit on opposite sides of this couple. Uh, (laughs) That was very nice of you. Yeah, get in here. How are you doing? Are you good? You got sparkly, sparkly necklace on. Yeah. You checked it. Thank you for coming. Thank you guys for doing the right thing. That was cool of you. Let's hear it for those people. That was cool of them. Oh, I heard from my big DLX now. I did her when I was like at 25, which was yesterday. Um, no, I'm older than you think. I just, um, a lesbian, so I'm gonna look 15 forever. They don't even make adult lesbian clothes. Do you know that? There's just, it's just t-shirts forever until you can get custom-made suits. Until you can afford custom... Like, your entire late 20s to early 40s is just like, this is the best I can do. 
it's a child, a child, a child, and then, and then it's tailored. <laughs> Elizabeth tailored. It's not Elizabeth tailored. Uh, no. Um, yeah, I heard from a big deal. Like she, she, she messaged me and said that that I did a good job. Um, now, now I dated her at a time in my life when I was dating a. I'm, I'm engaged. And my fiance is amazing, and she also has a uh, short hair. And there was a time in my life when I. And first of all, I fucking that's primo to me. She goes to a barber. Come on. <laughs> uh, um, but but there was a time in my life when I exclusively dated long-haired women because I think it was me trying to compensate for when it, you know I was coming out and I wanted to still feel okay and safe in this world even though I was kind of connecting to the things that have always made me kind of a moderately butch like a little like even when I dated men they were like this is my little brother who I'm in love with and it um and I think when I realized that I could date really feminine women, that felt very powerful to me. Like, like it was kind of, I, I feel like in the world I was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, this is going on, but also have you considered this? Because we're together. And you have to evaluate us as a group. We're up to and as feminine as this. She's wearing heels. It's not a great reason to pick a partner, it turns out. Hair length. Not a great reason. She's also interesting. She's South African. You should already be clapping. That's very exotic and foreign. Thank you. I went and I spent a month living with her family in South Africa. And before we went down there, I was asking her about like some cultural event. I was just like, hey, what do you, what's, the, what's your favorite food to eat when you're at home in South Africa? And she's like, oh, that's easy. I like to eat uh, bovril. And that is a meat spread. And I eat it by dipping cheese into it. And I said... Do you mean to tell me that you took the part of a cow that used to be solid, liquefied it, and then dip into it the part of a cow that used to be liquid but is now solid? Because I love that you don't give a fuck about the states of matter. We're just in a car, but at any moment, this could all be gas. I loved it. And it was making me think about a lot of things. Uh, just hearing from her. Um, I believe we were still dating when I first visited L.A. for the first time. And the first time I ever visited L.A., I went to a very small dinner party. Uh, probably like six or eight people. And um, when I showed up at the dinner party... Now, here's the thing about lesbians. We are aware of the television show The L Word. <laughs> You have to be. If you're a woman who dates women, the L word is a little bit like the Bible. It's like you don't have to agree with the teachings, but you have to know about them. Do you guys know what I mean? Parables you have to be familiar with. Like that time they split the dildo in two and then no one could use it. What if it was a double-ended dildo? Great point. By the way, that's another term for a dildo. A great point. That's so fucking funny. So I've seen that show very much, and the first time I moved, or the first time I visited here, I went to this dinner party. I walked up to the front door, and uh, this woman answered. Now it wasn't her house, but she was a guest at this dinner party, and the, she was um, she was on that television show. She's an actor, and she played uh, she played the character Shane on that television show. That's the right response. The rest of you I get aren't familiar enough with that show. Like I understand that whenever people don't respond like that, it's because they don't know the show. It's not, that's, I get it. Like, that's, thank you. Yeah. 
She's, yeah. I believe she's currently on Ray Donovan. Uh, but my point is, this actor, I don't know if you've ever come completely face-to-face with the person in the world you have Google-imaged the most. <laughs> the most. <laughs> but you will go, oh, shit! <laughs> and then if you're at a tiny, intimate dinner party, you just have to pretend like that's how you arrive at a party. <laughs> oh, shit, a party! Great to meet you. I've never seen you before. Oh, you guys, are you ready to get this show started? This first comic, she is a favorite of ours here. I love her so much. She's so fucking fucking funny, and I and I just can't wait for you guys to see her. Let's hear it right now for Jamie Lee, guys. Give it up for Jamie. Keep it going for Cameron and yourselves. And the fact that I wrote notes on the back of a parking ticket. Let's just keep it going. That's how I haven't even opened it. That's how much of a piece of garbage I am. Um, a real piece of shit. How are you? This is already um, blowing my mind. Um, I, I feel like I'm dressed um, like someone um, in every fragrance commercial. <laughs> you know what I mean? When they're always like running <laughs> my romance. It just feels um, they're always like shh. <laughs> You're like where are you taking us? <laughs> to Smellville? Let's do it. Um, I don't know why I say things, but um, guys, it's really good to be here. I, as everyone feeling, are we? Are you drinking? Can you drink at UCB? Yeah, all right, nice. Cheers. I don't mean to judge you if you are drinking, but I only drink when it's a special occasion. You know, like when it's someone's birthday on Facebook. But um, <laughs> I <laughs> thank you. I really, I can't drink. Like if I drink, I I'm just a lightweight. Like if I have one drink, I just immediately do something stupid. Like I'll just like stub my toe, the camel one, and it's just. <laughs> It's not worth the risk, you know? It's like, who put the edge of that bed there? <laughs> it's, always, it's always me. Every time, it's me. Um, oh, so a friend of mine today was talking about how there's, like, st- apparently there's still debate about um, whether or not Jesus was Jewish. And... Uh, you know, I, I don't even, whatever, I'm not even going to go into, like, what side of the debate I'm on. But I will say uh, that if there is any any debate, um, it's pretty obvious that he is Jewish just because he's always making, like, this face. You know, he's always, like... <laughs> just, I was in the dollar store, just, like, all those votive candles. He's always, like, oh, you know, it's just so... Even with his arms out, it's, like, oh! lactose intolerance. It's like, you're my fucking grandma. Um, it's a lot to deal with. Uh, so I'm, um, I'm in an interesting place in my life. Uh, my boyfriend and I, we just took our relationship to the next level. We broke up. And no, I, I'm in a good place right now. Um, I'm in, don't worry. No, it was a while. The breakup was a while ago. I'm, I've been in a nice, healthy thing for a while. Um, I can say that with confidence. Um, I will say 
my single period, um, when I was going through it, you know, I never had, it, it's always glorified on TV. It's, you know, it's always like, you're like Carrie single. I never had that. I always had like, kill me single. Uh, it's a little different when you're just like scratching at yourself in the mirror. Like, I think I need a man now. You know, you just start to sound like Nancy Grace for no reason. So oh, I need the touch of a human. And it just weirds everyone out, including yourself. Um, but that's where I was at. I actually, it's so ridiculous. Um, I know a lot of uh, comedians talk about being single, but like, I actually had a friend turn to me and say the most cliche thing ever when I was single. She actually said, Jamie, I feel like at this point, you're just so single, you would do anything that moves. And I was like, come on, that's not fair. I'd definitely fuck a dead guy. Like, do you know where I'm at right now? <laughs> There's this Asian at the bodies exhibit. <laughs> the basketball player right in the foyer you know or the horse or the lungs I just want to feel but um, <laughs> the weirdest thing for me when I was single um, I was also at the same time on that drug Accutane do you guys know that drug it's like a very severe acne medication with all these horrible side effects but the funny thing about Accutane is on the side of the box they list the horrible side effects inside a long list of like totally meaningless ones. Like it literally says like may cause dry lips, suicidal thoughts, crankiness. And you're like, back up suicidal thoughts. You can't sandwich that. You can't glaze over that. Like you never enter into a relationship if it was like someone to spend Friday nights with has AIDS, make some mean lasagna. It's like, what are we doing? That would be tough. That would be a crossroads though. Cause it'd be like, Oh, I do love pasta, but, um, it was crazy. I was like, it was a catch twenty two because I went on the drug because I was like, oh, I want my skin to clear up so I feel like confident, um, like looking people in the eye on dates. But it's hard to feel confident on a date when you want to kill yourself. Uh, little tricky, guys. Tip to you from me. Tough to have normal first date banter. You know, the guys like, so like, what are you into? And I'm like, oh, you know, just like every girl, I just love like long walks on the beach, just right into the water with all my clothes on at about eleven p.m. when no one can rescue me. <laughs> I have a cat in my purse. Um, it's a really rough patch. Just a real rough patch. I was about to say rough patch Adams. Can't say it. It's mean. It's mean. Soul patch Adams. That's a fun one still. Loosen up. Um, so, oh, this is something I want to talk about. So I, um, so I am in a relationship and, um, you know, there's been some discussion recently about like, um, like pubic hairstyle. There's no really good way to get into this. So we'll just be adults about it. But I do feel like, you know, I feel like there are trends with like the hair down there, but you can't approach it like that. You can't go to your waxer and be like, I brought pictures. Like she doesn't, um, want to see those, but, uh, <laughs> But I was talking to my boyfriend, and he was like, uh, it's so funny when you hit a certain age and you start to say my boyfriend, it just sounds like really like Kelly Kapowski braggy. You know, it's just like, my boyfriend? Like, it just sounds ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, get a fucking fiance, you child. Um, and my boyfriend? Uh, it's like face seizure. Um, uh, <laughs> it's not even a word. It's just guttural grunts, but uh, and I were talking and um, 
And he was like, I think Brazilian's the best look. It just looks the best. That's what you got to do. And I was like, I think the reason you think the Brazilian is sexy is not just because of the look. I think it's also, I'm like, the look. I think it's also because it's called the Brazilian. That's just such a lovely image of like Rio de Janeiro and Giselle Bunchen. It's like everything that's Brazilian is perfect. Um, which is why I think we should call it something less sexy, because then we'll be less inclined to get it. Um, which is why I've started referring to it as chemo pussy. And I really think it's gonna so weep the nation, you guys. You know, no more painful waxing. You just come home and you're like, "Don't worry, babe. I took care of it." Chemo pussy. And he's like, "Jesus Christ! You can keep your pubes." I'm like, "Victory." <laughs> <laughs> Bro Bush, but <sighs> all right, I'll just leave you guys with this. Um, so this is this is my impression of uh, Meryl Streep trying to take a compliment. So this is Meryl Streep trying to take a compliment. Oh, oh no, 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 no! You, you, you. guacamole you you no 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 you that's it all right you guys have been fun thank you i'm jamie lee enjoy the rest of the show thanks guys jamie lee won't for jamie lee oh she is very funny Oh, uh, uh, well, we'll rant anti, oh, uh, guys. <sighs> I just, for a minute, like for the first minute, rape prevention nail polish does sound like, ooh, cool. <laughs> and then right after that, it's like, Really? 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 So in order for me to have agency over my own body, I have to go buy some shit that I would never wear and pay for a manicure so it looks all right and doesn't tip anybody off you know, you don't want to make, you don't want to be obvious with your rape prevention nail polish. Otherwise, they won't put the thing in there. You got to have sweet nails just so you can make sure that they put it in so that you can stick your own fucking fingers in a drink that you're buying. You want me to stick my own fucking fingers in a drink that I'm buying so that you don't stick your fucking dick in me? Go fuck yourselves. Go fuck yourselves. This is, I mean, I just, it's like, and it's adorable. If you've seen the pictures of the dudes that, are, that invented it, they're like... <laughs> that as the media pays more attention to this and they do interviews, that they just go on whatever shows 
or in whatever magazines, and they say, oh, you know what, honestly, this is a farce, because uh, nail polish can't do that. Uh, this is just so that we can say to other men, stop it! Because <laughs> I do think that's what has to happen at this point. Like, men don't believe women. I don't know if you guys realize this from, oh, I don't know, hashtags and rape in general. Um, but men don't believe women that this is a thing. Men don't believe women this is something that we worry about. Uh, if you want proof that women worry about this, Law & Order SVU has been on for 15 years. That show, that show is the longest-running non-animated scripted television show. Do you understand what I'm saying? We have had more ways of showing women, this is how it could happen, <laughs> than anything else. Anything else. Oh, Jesus. And women love that show. We love that show because it's very cathartic because you're at the gym and you're like, oh, it could be a clown. <laughs> Well, I'll turn the treadmill up and get my running legs going and he'll be in big shoes and he will not catch me. <laughs> but this is ridiculous. And you know what? I said this not too long ago about guns and I'm going to say it about rape. Uh, dudes, this is you. You are doing this. Most gun crimes in the United States are perpetrated by men. You know who's the victim of most gun crimes? Men. So first of all, if you can't even deal with it when you're killing yourselves, I don't know what to say to you. But I, trust me, this is a thing, and I think uh, you should just talk to each other about it. You seem like... Because there's always guys that are like, We're good guys! <laughs> don't tell me about this! We're good guys! Uh, good guys... Good guys don't say, Shut up! I'm a good guy! <laughs> good guys say, um, I think she's probably right, statistically, and also because she's saying something, and she's a human person, probably isn't making this up. And if I was concerned that she's making this up, well, Olivia Benson is proof that she's not. You should just turn to each other and say, uh, yeah, we should stop it, and... and Parents should teach their little boys to, to not put women on spinny things at the Emmys. The end. The end. Sofia Vergara is, she is so successful and she makes so much money. And I know that she was saying that that was her own agency that, that we had her standing there. Uh, but, first of all, that's the best thing to say there. Um, but, what if I just left it at that? Um, If, if women are just something you can spin, <laughs> that's something you can own. I mean, think about other things that we put on spinny things. Just if you haven't watched, um, like, the Home Shopping Network in a while, <laughs> and if you haven't, I don't know what you're doing. Not smoking a lot of weed. <laughs> and if so, you should change that. Channel so that you can be on the Home Shopping Network. <laughs> but I mean, the only thing that we spin in a circle is like a purse or a woman. Like I saw somebody tweet today because this nail polish thing was going around and I saw, I saw a, a dude say, um, isn't, isn't anything we can do to prevent something a good thing? Like you wouldn't throw a bunch of money on the ground to make sure people learn how to not steal. So in his mind, 
Women are things you can pick up and put in your pocket. And that's what we need to change. Uh, you guys don't own me. Not at all. If anything, eventually, career-wise, I own you. <laughs> guys, we're going to keep the show rolling, but that was great. This next comic, uh, it is his first time doing the show, but I've heard so much, I've heard so many great things about his work, and I'm so, so glad he could be here with us tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it right now for Craig Ant- Anton. Give it up for Craig! Hi, how's it going? Uh, last time I was here, I didn't have time to uh, finish a uh, trick, uh, but it was the uh, King of Hearts. <laughs> Thank you. Have you ever seen a magician from a batch of silks produce a live... Dove or a rabbit or that'd be so cool. I uh, tend to start slow and then just kind of urinate on myself. <laughs> you ever get a hangnail? You get that little piece of skin, you, then you pull it, you end up pulling it past your rib cage. You ever? <laughs> That's the way this part of the show is going to go. <laughs> it could go like that at any moment. Thank you all for being here. You're looking at me like I'm the last pick in gym class right now. <laughs> take the girl with the wooden leg, please. You take him. Take four extra outs. I was a stillborn child. My parents did not want me, but I was stillborn. That's right. I, uh, I love living in Los Angeles. The thing that cracks me up about summertime is people say, come over, swim in our pool. Come anytime, swim in our pool. And that is fucking bullshit. <laughs> you come the one time, and then they never call you again. And if you call them or show up on a drive-by, drop-by, whatever, they're just like, no, no, we're not letting you in. No. You and your syphilis can stay out. <laughs> I love Los Angeles. I, uh, I, saw, uh, I love the people who hate this town, like the New Yorkers. I saw a personalized license plate the other day. It said, I miss New York. So I smashed their window, stole their radio, and took a dump in the back seat. I set it on fire, put it out, crashed a couple planes into it. I know, I know. 
Went to FYF this weekend. That was a good time. I was hanging out with James Blake and Blake Shelton and Frank Black and Frank Ocean. We were all hanging out. <laughs> eating some cronuts. It was a good time. I'm, I've been a little screwed up, you know, and I can't afford a shrink, so I've been going to see this handwriting analyst. He said, I have a fear of intimacy and some abandonment issues, and my L's are kind of faggy. <laughs> How many people not from the Los Angeles area tonight? Not from the Los Angeles? A couple people. How about you folks? Where are you coming in from? New Jersey. New Jersey, nice. How about you guys? Phoenix, Phoenix nice. Arkansas. Yeah. How about back here? Chicago. Chicago? Where else? Who else? Not from here. New York, nice. Anybody over here? No? Yeah? Texas. How about over here? Yeah? South Carolina. New Hampshire. All right. That's pretty cool. Why don't you guys go fuck yourself? <laughs> New Hampshire. Did you fucking hear that guy? <laughs> fucking assholes. I had Eric Estrada on my flight two weeks ago, and that was awesome. I said, dude, you're Paunch from Chips. And he was so cool. He said, yes, would you like another drink before we land? <laughs> Elbows. You guys like impressions? Yeah? All right, this is one of my favorite impressions. This one's called Airplane Blower Vent. Yeah, that's not working. <laughs> what do you mean? Thank you. I got a million of those. Thank you. Seriously, is that your card? And that'd be so trippy if it was your card. And there that card will sit all night until one of you will walk out and pick it up as you're walking out. And they say, I got this from the show. That one guy. He was weird. <laughs> I have twins. I have twin daughters. Uh, they were way little, and we used to twin around in the twin stroller with the twin outfits all the time, and people would still fucking stop us and go, Oh, are they twins? <laughs> I fuck with these people. I say, No, they're the, uh, they're the surviving members of septuplets. <laughs> Where are you going? Let's have a play date. <laughs> now they're 17. They're all grown up. And they're like, when are you going to die, old man? I get your shit. They went to, we took them to the, uh, to the Coachellas uh, last year. And, and one of them texts me like at midnight, I got backstage at Wu-Tang Clan. I'm like, get the fuck out of there. <laughs> the fuck is the matter with you? Because I sure as hell wasn't going to leave the LaRue show. <laughs> I love LaRue. I really do. <laughs> this time, baby, this time. <laughs> right? I'm with it. I'm down. I do stuff. I drive a Prius. <laughs> All right, this is my last impression I'll do for you. This is called uh, FBI Phone Trace Man. FBI Phone Trace Man.
Craig. Let's hear it for Craig. Oh, yes. We are going to keep the show right on rolling. This next comic, friend of mine from way back when I lived in Chicago, and I love his stuff, and it's so nice to be reunited here in L.A. Let's hear it right now for Mr. Robert Buscemi, guys. Give it up for Robert. All the way to the stage. Keep it up for Robert Buscemi. Keep it up for Robert Buscemi. There he is. Oh, he's here. Yeah, let her hear it. Isn't Cameron great? Yes. So, uh, yeah, my name's Robert Buscemi. And a lot of people ask if I'm related. He's my aunt. (laughs) Um, Yeah, if you haven't seen my comedy before, just, uh, you know, hang in there. I liken watching me for the first time to the first time you ate sushi or wore a thong. It's odd, but you develop a craving. And I get a lot of compliments on my hat collection, actually, which I prefer my hat collection better the first time around when it was called a beautiful head of hair. Um, oh, you'll like this one. I, uh, what do you call a man with no arms and no legs in a swimming pool? You call him Eric, because that's his name. Yeah. Guy asked me the other day, he says, uh, Hey, you know why I pulled you over? I said, I don't know, officer. Perhaps my I blow cops vanity plates? (laughs) I think I'm just going to do it. Um, But I'm really good at sex. I'm so good at sex, they retired my sleep number. And sometimes I get people to come over and uh, they freak out a little bit because my sheets have a thread count of only six. (laughs) That's because I sleep in a guitar hole. (laughs) And it's weird. You get older. I don't know if you've experienced this. You get older and your fantasies change a little bit. When I was a younger man, I just wanted to make love to a beautiful woman I love very much on the beach at sunset. Now that I'm a little bit older, all I want to do is beat a man to death with his own shoe. (laughs) And it's always Bob Costas. (laughs) Would my character drink beer on stage if he's as hot as this uh, actor is in the character? Yes. (laughs) The conversation I had with myself earlier. But, uh, oh, so here's an here's a all-purpose getter-outer of a date. If you're on a date and you want to end the date, here's what you do. You're free to borrow this line. Stand up, look them right in the eye, full volume. You say, you know nothing of the sea. <laughs> and you walk. 
You don't pay the bill after a line like that either. Let them do it, land lovers. <laughs> and I'm trying to lose weight. I uh, go to diners a lot, and uh, I, have, I, I don't have the best diet. I have kind of a standard joke I'll make to a breakfast waitress. She'll ask what I want to eat, and I always say the same thing. I always say, I'd like to propose some toast. They laugh, and it's good that they get a good laugh out of it because I don't leave extra money after. In lieu of a gratuity, I just leave my why tipping hurts us all manifesto. Got a groan from a waitress, I think, or a waiter. And it's not that I don't care about my body. I do care about my body. That's why I treat it like a stranger, like I would a stranger I'm interested in. I ignore it and hope it'll do something to impress me. <laughs> um, so I'm putting on a few pounds, and I'm thinking about opening a men's big and tall pants store. Call it Britches Be Trippin'. <laughs> You know, nothing says we disapprove of this pregnancy like a Subway sandwich platter at the baby shower. Hey, look. <clears throat> I don't work for him anymore, okay? So. But my friends will ask me sometimes, hey, come on, man, don't you want kids? My friends with kids will ask me, and I'll say, as butlers? Sure. <laughs> But not yours. Yours are slow. <laughs> we have a nice laugh about that. You know, was, they, they say Jesus had 12 followers. But they retweeted him a lot. I don't know if you know how it works. You may not know how it works. I want to tell you, I got an orange wallet the other day. An orange wallet, it was... Um, not orange colored, it was for carrying oranges. Wallet, it was a grocery bag. <laughs> um, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I, I, ordinarily, they have light beer back there. I, I guess I, I like to see people enjoying beer, you know, I feel like we're adults. I usually don't like to see people drinking light beer. I feel like if you want a beer, just get a beer, you know, get a light beer. And I feel the same thing when I see someone walking a Great Dane. If you want a horse, just get a horse. <laughs> All these young people want friends with benefits. Oh, I want to have a friend with benefits. I don't see the point of friends with benefits when you can have acquaintances with whipping dungeons. <laughs> and of course, in that community, the whipping dungeon community, you have to have a safe word to call off the flogger when things get too intense. And my safe word, all the lyrics to Meatloaf's Paradise by the Dashboard Light. 
So that means back off. I was talking to my dentist backstage about a, well, former dentist. But it's, we're talking, it's true. You don't really think about a penguin as having innards necessarily, do you? Doesn't it seem like you go in there, it's just more penguin? <laughs> like an eraser. <laughs> but you'll, you, you'll find it's not the case. I'm going to be honest, as an audience, I'm beginning to find you tiresome, rude, and disagreeable. But seriously, if anyone knows of any other better material I should be performing, you can email me. My email address, no reply at mailerdaymon. So, uh, my name's Robert Buscemi. Thank you all so much. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It has been a great show so far, has it not? It's been a great show. I knew you would agree. I knew you would agree. How are you guys doing? Are you doing well? Yes? Do you have good days? Everybody have good days? Yeah? What? Yay. Look at your... I loved your attitude because you were just like, oh yeah, but you didn't move your hands at all. And that's how I knew it was a really good day. Exactly. You don't need to gesture. You, just, you had confidence about it. What'd you do? What'd you do today? You know what? I wasn't expecting you to curse. Honestly, you have like a the very like the you know the face of a, of a magician who got who fell into the wrong clothes, and so I didn't expect you to curse because. Well, we've been volunteering at a campaign. Oh, well, all right, well, all right. Uh, no, but you've been what? Volunteering at a camp for kids with congenital heart disease for the last few days on Catalina Island. Well, number one, I don't know if you remember that part of the Bible where uh, that pretend guy, Jesus, um, no, he's real, but just a man. Um, but, you know, where he says, like, those, you know, kind of who yell on the street corners about the great things they've done have already gotten their reward. But I'm going to insist that nobody clap for you. I'm just kidding. Clap for them. They're, thank you. For helping kids with congenital heart disease. That's very important. Um, wow. And you, you've been on Catalina Island? Yeah. For the past how many days? Five. Five. That felt like it was a long time for you guys, yes? And then you got off the island today? Yesterday. Yes. Off, yeah, yesterday. And you're still, and then you partied on that guy's couch? <laughs> what a way to reverse all that other stuff. <laughs> Give unto others, and then give unto me. <laughs> no, you guys are cool. Thank you for doing that. The, the world thanks you. Thank you for doing that. Let's hear it for those dudes one more time. Let's talk to you guys for a second. How are you doing? Are you having a good night? Yeah? What did you do today? I worked. You have an adorable outfit on, first of all. I just can't believe you pulled that off together. I just, how did you know? It's <laughs> <This is> great. <laughs> You worked? What do you do for a living? Uh, I work in immigration. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I bet you guys were like, look at us. Five days on an island with kids with congenital heart disease. Immigration every day! <laughs> that's, that's tough work. That's tough work. Especially in this state. 
Yeah. H- how? How's it? I'm assuming you're on the. Uh, wait. Are you a bad guy? No, I just for a minute was like, yeah, we put him right back on the bus. Um, well, thank you for doing that work. That must be exhausting. Um, how long have you been doing that? Three years. See, that guy's like, if we're not the center of this, I'm out of here. No, I'm just kidding. Um, three years. Wow. And are you feeling like you can do it for a while longer? I know sometimes jobs like that, can, you can burn out just on the emotional spectrum that you have to deal with at work. Or are you feeling good about it? How's, how's your... Hey, how you holding up? Oh, I wasn't asking you. What do you do for a living? Oh boy. Are you guys a couple? Yeah. That must feel extra tough every day. And she's like, I'm going to my job where I also help people. Two things. Um, well, that's tough. How you, are you hanging in there? Are you hanging in there? Yeah. yeah. I got a job that starts at the end of October. Oh, what are you, you going to do then? I'm going to be a lawyer. <laughs> I feel like maybe I feel like maybe you led with a little bit of a trick. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like got something starting in January. When I'll be sworn in as president. <laughs> what kind of law do you do? Oh, yeah, but I mean, you like, uh... I, I like uh, copyright and trademark law. That's what copyright I'm and trademark law, yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for that, because that's, like, pretty pretty important stuff, but also pretty, you know, not yelling in court. Well, I don't know, maybe sometimes, maybe sometimes you're like, we, you know, this was ours, you know, and then, like, that whole thing. And they put that guy in the slammer, because he didn't use the little R. <laughs> TM. <laughs> By the way, that's how you trademark something, right? You just speak it into a microphone that's going to be on a podcast. I think I own that phrase. Okay, we got two more great comics, both of whom are uh, just real treats. So happy to have them on the show. Uh, this next comic, she is one of the producers on our show, along with Ryan McMenamin, who's up in the booth. Let's hear it for Ryan. He makes our show sound amazing, and he turns it into a podcast that you can listen to from your homes. Um, and then also this next comic, like she's here on the show every week, and we love her so much. Let's hear it right now for Rhea Butcher, guys. Get up for Rhea. You guys, keep it going for Cameron Esposito. Her lovely crowd work. Cameron and Sashir were talking about the, the rape nail polish. I just wanted to suggest a slogan for them real quick. Ladies, it's on you. Thank you. Thank you. That is a feminist joke. That works. Guys, Rainbow Butcher, one more time for Rainbow Butcher. Hey, we got one final comic, and I know you have in your hearts for one final great comic. Yes? We shall do it. First time on the show. Now, when it's somebody's first time on the show, we always go crazy. Let's hear it right now for Mr. Andy Peters, guys. Give it up for Andy. 
how is everyone? Are you guys okay? Just th- they're just okay. What happened to you guys? You're a little timid. Is, is everything? Is it my cardigan? Uh, cardigan was a fucking mistake. I'm feeling that right out the gate. Little hot. <laughs> We're gonna plow through. Wow. Let me just soak in it for a second because it's my mistake. I uh, hi. This is my job. I I, I yell at you guys. How are you? My, my dad called me the other day. He's like, you need to get back out there. Find a harder job. Challenge yourself. I'm like, hello is always better, Dad. Maybe try hello out the gate next time. <laughs> right out the gate. Maybe try... You're all hunched over. You coming at me? He's like in a hunch. He's like in a runner's hunch. Is that what that... Uh, my, <laughs> this is my dad's job. I wish I had my dad's job. He works in the marketing department for a gasoline company. That's got to be the easiest fucking marketing gig I could think of ever. Like, how do you come up with an ad campaign for gasoline? Gas! Gasoline! You're for sure going to buy this! Done! End of commercial. Ship it out, boys! Gas! Gasoline! It makes your car go vroom. Go get it. You're going to need to go get it. I'm done, with, I'm done for the day, fellas. That's how my dad leaves work. He's very old-timey. I was born in the 20s. That's my old-timey dad. Another day at the internet factory. What if he's like old-timey but still works out like a modern... All right, here we go. I'm feeling good. Better about the cardigan. Decent about the first joke. I'm still a little off on you guys as a chunk. You got haunches over here. Yeah, that's right. I compartmentalize my audiences. Chunk one isn't doing too great. I like you guys. That's the spirit. (laughs) This is weird. This is a weird, isolated response. <laughs> I got lost in Chicago uh, last week. I was doing shows, and I was, and I just got this phone, and it was like no help. I was, lo- I was trying to find uh, my hotel, which was called Hotel 360. I was like drunk three in the morning in Chicago, and I just got this like fancy phone, and I didn't know. I'm just shouting like, "Hotel, my hotel! Show me to my hotel!" <laughs> And I had to, like, resort to swipe texting, and I tried to swipe text in the word hotel to Google Maps. And this was Google Maps' first attempt. Will you help me out for a second, Sweetbeard? I'm coming at you, Sweetbeard. Read, just read what's in the search bar. This is, they got a tangle going on up here. This was Google Maps' first attempt to find what I was looking to swipe text, which was the word hotel. Just read the search bar. Hitler. Went right to Hitler. Went right to Hitler. No stops, Google Maps. We're going right to Hitler. That was Google Maps' first question. Was like, are we on a Hitler hunt, Andy? That was question one of my stupid friend who lives in my pocket every day. Are we looking for Hitler? No, dumb friend. Google Maps, you fucking idiot. Just trying to find my hotel, if we could, please. Focus up, dummy. How many, this is what I found out during that, while yelling at my telephone. This is what, how many places in this country, yep, it's America, would you say, and this is attached to satellites and science, I'm not making this shit up. How many places in this country would you say are named Hitler? Hitler. Would you say 13? Because it's fucking 13 fucking places. I'm not making this up. There's a Hitler Pond in Circleville, Ohio. What the fuck happens at Hitler Pond? What happens at Hitler Pond? And why are we still here and not marching on Hitler Pond? To get down to the bottom of this Hitler Pond business. 
<laughs> what, what road do you think takes you to Hitler Pond? You bet your sweet ass it's Hitler Road 1. You can't miss it. Hitler Road 1 gets you right to Hitler Pond every time. We got you covered if you're a dumb shit, because you betcha there's a Hitler Road 2. Hitler Road 2! If you missed your turn on Hitler Road 1, don't sweat it. Hitler Road 2. Both just get you to the pond named after Hitler. There's a place not shitting you on Hitler Pond Road. One, there's a place just called Hitler's. Hitler's! On your way to Hitler Pond, pop into fucking Hitler's, Ohio! It's like the best sports bar or worst sports bar, depending on your view of Hitler. All right. That song, like, that that bit fades out out at, like, minute eight, like a Rush song. It's like, we're done! It's as long as this list is on my phone. Now we're done. Thank you. Uh, You guys are good. I I, uh, had an awkward public exchange. I was going to buy an automobile, and, uh, and I got to the bit where I had to do, like, paperwork and, like, cl- close out the deal. You know how car buying works. Uh, it was at the CarMax, not bragging. I got to the end table at CarMax. I'm doing my paperwork. But I never saw the lady I was dealing with because she had an insane Lakers bobblehead doll collection, like, covering her workspace. Just, like, she had extra shelving units put in to house this ridiculous Lakers bobblehead collection. And I asked her, but... I was just curious. I was like, Miss, out of curiosity, how do you accrue such a, a, a Lakers bobblehead doll collection? This was her real answer. She goes, Lakers bobblehead a week club, my man. Lakers bobblehead a week club. That's not a fucking club. Is that a club? She's pulling in a bobblehead a week. Not a month. A month is a club. That's how clubs work. You get a thing a month, you fucking psycho. You don't get a bobblehead a week. She's pull, let's do the math on that. How many weeks in a year? 52, I'll do it. How, how many basketball players are on a team? Like 12. There's like 12 of those assholes. What are the deep in the year bobbleheads that she's getting? That's my question. You know, she's got like a filing cabinet under her workspace. Like, this is Samantha Robinson. She's the VP of financing over there at the Lakers. This is her bobblehead. Comes in mid-September. This is Hector Fink. He's the mascot over there at the Lakers. This is him and his civvies. <laughs> all right, that's my time. You guys have been stupendous. I love you all. Buy my album when it comes out, would you? Thank you. Guys, Andy Peters, one more time for Andy. He has a new album coming out on a special thing record that's the same. Brian uh, owns one half of a special thing records that he puts together this podcast, so it's the same even group. You can give us money that way, not us. It'll go to Andy. And Ron, I won't get any of this money. Give me money as you leave. That's what you'll do. It's been a great show. Let's hear it for everybody on the show, guys. I'm Cameron Esposito. You guys are amazing. We're here every Tuesday night. Thank you guys so much for coming. Have a great rest of your night. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap. Put your hands together. Put your hands together.
This is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, Yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. (laughs) Jesus. I mean, Jazos. (laughs) Ruler of the Eighth Circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.